What's going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Industry Talk Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back to Industry Talk Podcast, episode two of season three. If you didn't catch episode one of season three, after you finish this episode, make sure you go back and watch that live video as well, or you can go to Spotify and listen there. Either way, you'll enjoy it. So, if you don't know, I'm Jazz the CEO, your host. Um, this is my channel, so welcome. If you're new here, definitely hit the subscribe button. We got a lot of content geared up and coming your way, as well as every Monday at 7 p.m., we're going to have Industry Talk Podcast live on this channel. So, if you're new, hit the subscribe. If you've already subscribed, I appreciate you being a loyal subscriber. Um, also, if you guys want to check us out on social media, you can check us out everywhere at Industry Talk Podcast. Um, if you want to call in, yeah, this is something I'm 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 doing new. I actually uh, took it from Fraser. But if you want to call in, you can head to our Instagram at Industry Talk Podcast, and you can call us through the DM, and you'll be live on the air. So if you call through the DM, you'll be live on the air, and we'll take questions, stories, whatever you have to say. We'll listen, and um, you know we'll give you some feedback, some pointers, some tips, whatever I can do to help you in your journey, either via cigars or via self-defense. Um, if you are just tuning in for the first time ever and you never even listened to us while we were on Spotify, I'm going to give you a little rundown of basically what we are. So Industry Talk Podcast, um, 
last year and the year before that were two totally different things. I've been developing this podcast for a while now, and um, this is where I'm resting, okay? So first, I actually went around and I did industry interviews, and the industry I was in was rap, music, whatever. My biggest interview to date was with Rakim and Eric B., still my most favorite thing I've ever done. Um, and then the year after that, which was last year, we, um, transitioned to what I do professionally. So I own a security company called after hours security and we're a private investigation security and training company. And we train in a little bit of everything, firearms, after shooter, de-escalation, uh, situational awareness, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So I took the podcast and I decided I wanted to help build, um, more protectors and, help change the perspective of security as a whole by helping protectors that are protectors now be better protectors. Um, you know, so it, it spanned from the mom who just wants to protect their kids to the security officer who wants to now become an armed security officer. So we did a little bit of everything. We had a plethora of guests all the way from London to New York to Baltimore to wherever we, we, we did have a vast, um, playlist going on. So you can definitely check that out on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, or wherever you get your podcasts. I've heard people say that before. Wherever you get your podcast, that's just their way of not having to name each and everything. So I'm going to start doing that. Um, but again, welcome, you know, welcome to episode two. I'm, I'm getting the hang of this. I've never done it live. Um, I've never done it on video. So this is new to me. So, you know, you can drop in the comments, um, your commentary, what you think, um, you want to hear what you want to talk about, um, subjects, viral videos, whatever it is, I'm going to take it into consideration, um, because I really want this podcast to be a teaching and learning tool for myself and for the viewers and listeners. So, um, if you're not watching and you're listening, I'll try, you know, to give you as much description as I can, um, when I, introduced my drink of the night and my cigar of the night, which you'll see that on every episode. Um, because now in the year 2023, now that we're back from our little hiatus, the gist of the podcast is a ATF type lifestyle. And what I mean by ATF type lifestyle is uh, three of my favorite things, you know, besides the Lord, three of the, my favorite things is alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. So that's the ATF lifestyle. So this uh, podcast will always feature some sort of drink that I'm drinking on during the show and some sort of cigar that I'm drink, uh, smoking on during the show. And I'll give my feedback on the drink as much as possible. I'm not really, you know, an in-depth connoisseur, um, but I do like whiskey and bourbon and I'm just now getting into scotch and I'm just now kind of getting into wine as well. Um, but Cigars is my thing, so I'll be sharing my feedback on certain cigars that I get, and today we might as well just jump right into, um, you know, who's sponsoring this video. If you can see over my shoulder right there, um, we're sponsored today by Mantis Tech. Um, Mantis Tech is a dry firing mechanism that you can put on the railing of your firearm, whether it is a handgun, shotgun, or AR-15. Um, and basically, it's like having an instructor at home for half or maybe more than half of the cost. Um, I use it on all my students. I'm a firearm instructor. I'm an NRA firearm instructor, and I use it with all my students. I use it with my private sessions as well. And it just helps you gear what you're doing, uh, gauge what you're doing. 
and then it helps you gauge your process throughout the time of changing and making better habits, um, accuracy, um, holster pulling and holstering. I mean, it, it definitely, um, it is a, is a good tool to have. Um, so I'll definitely put the link in the description once, um, the episode is over so that you can go and check that out for yourself. They have a couple of different ones. They have one that's just for dry firing. And if you don't know what dry firing is, I got to start from the beginning, huh? So dry firing is basically taking your firearm, making sure there's no ammo and nothing like that in the same room, but you're practicing um, unholstering or holstering, getting on target. Um, You're practicing taking shots, trigger control, breathing, your sight alignment, sight picture, but all with no ammo. That's dry firing. So hence the name dry firing. Um, So um, that's what dry firing is. And this tool just helps you take it up a notch at home. You know, it comes with targets. They have a laser academy. They have mechanisms for the AR-15 called the Black Bear X, the Blackbeard X. Um, and then they have a regular one that you can use during live fire or dry fire, which I actually really like. I like the Mantis X-10. That's my favorite one. I have them all. Um, so, yeah, you definitely want to click that link in, in the description and check that out. So shout out to Mantis for that. Um, they've been a sponsor of mine for a long time. I'm from Buffalo, New York. And when we had that active shooter situation at the grocery store, um, they actually donated some training tools that I took with me to Buffalo and I stood in the middle of the street flagging people down. I set up a table, had some friends with me, and we were given firearm lessons, active shooter lessons, you know, de-escalations right in the middle of the street. So mess with me, man. I have you a little bit doing a little bit of everything. So that's our sponsor for today. Um And like I said, if you want to hear more about that sponsor, I might be dropping some videos. So definitely subscribe and definitely turn on those post notifications so you can get that ding, 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 little bell when I drop something. You don't want to miss it. Um, So today, let's talk about what I'm drinking. All right. So what I'm drinking, I'm going to try to get it up in the camera all nice and neat and stuff. So what I'm drinking right today is Basil Hayden Dark Rye. So Like I said, I am not the smartest person when it comes to all the little details of the drink, but I got something right here. I'm going to just pull it up and give you kind of the rundown about this. I really like it. Um, It has something that I really like inside of it, which is port. So I'm just going to give you the little details for that, and then I'm going to pour me a drink. I got my cup and I got my ice right here. So, all right, so classification. This is Distilled Spirits Specialty. It's a Kentucky straight rye. Uh, whiskey blended with Canadian rye whiskey and port. Port is the one that I said is one of my favorite things. Um, I like it with my cigars a lot. Sometimes some of the port is just a little too sweet, but whatever they use in here, I, re- I really like. Um, company Beam Suntory um, Distillery, Jim Bean and Alberta Distillery. Release date 2021. Proof 80. I ain't going no lower than 80. 80. I like me a 90 proof. I even like me 110 proof. But I digress on that, you know. Um, let me see. Mash bills undisclosed. Um, it's pretty dark. Um, I don't know if you can really see, but it's pretty dark um, since it's a dark rye. And the MSRP on this is about $40 a bottle. So that's really not too bad, especially because Basil Hayden bottles are really, like, really sexy. Like, you see that? Like, that's that's a sexy bottle. Like, what kind of bottle got a little belt on? You know what I'm saying? So I really like that. Um, so that is what I'm drinking on today. Um, now let's get to the good thing, which is what I'm smoking on today. Um, 
So today I actually, literally today, got my NRA Cigar Club box in the mail. I get it every month. It's a subscription. It's like $50 a month. And um, so I chose one out of there. So I'm going to give it to you real quick. I need some like theme music for it. So let me just give you the rundown on uh this this is the now excuse me for saying these words wrong now i never you know i don't know if i passed spanish or my teacher just really liked me and passed me but you know hey that's another time um casa cuevas habano flaco okay i know flaco just because of football but anyway so the size is 7.0 time um, by 43 origin is dominican republic rapper is ecuadorian and habano the binder is nicaraguan Filler is Dominican, Colombian, and Nicaraguan, and USA. This has been brought to you by the USA. Um, So it was released in 2022. Um, It's a unique size offering. Um, Habano Line doesn't usually do this size. The Flacco um, size is a family favorite. Um, It's rolled by a few hand-selected rollers. Um, Flaco means skinny in Spanish. I did not know that. Now I do, and now so do you. Um, and it's named after Luis Sr.'s son, Alec Cuevas. So that's the rundown on that. And then I'm going to be smoking throughout the show. And at the end of the show, I'm going to tell you what I think. Now, first, let's just talk about what it looked like. I like this size. Um, I do, I pretty much like any size. If the cigar is good, it doesn't really matter to me, the gauge size, um, different gauge sizes for different occasions, in my opinion, just like, you know, different, you know, uh, if I want full body or medium full, depending on what I eat or what I drink, etc. Now, what I do like about this, I do like oddly shaped cigar stuff. Like, so I like torpedoes. And so this right here has this like little like nipple on it and it's like the tobacco is twisted. I tend to um, like that kind of stuff. So, um, not not nipples, but the, the twist on the cigar. So, we're going to use my Calibre cutter, and we're just going to cut just that twist off right there. Just like that. Not too much. Don't worry, I have my ashtray right here. So, yeah, so we're going to do that. Then we're going to... Got my Calibre lighter. Toast the foot. I feel a sneeze coming on. So, excuse me. There we go. You hear that in the mic? That sounds good. Hold on. Let me give it to you one more time. I could do some cigar ASMR, right? What do you think? I think, yeah, I think I could do some cigar ASMR. All right. So, mm-mm. all right. So, just off the top, I'm going to say something super weird. I taste graham cracker. Mm-hmm. Just off the top, I taste grab cracker. Like, I like the pull. Smoke. Wait. 
if for some reason I like that crackle sound that it's giving me. This is a limited edition. This is good. This is good. Now I have to confess that uh, in that NRA cigar box, you get two of each cigar that they send you. So they send you out four and then you get an extra one. So what I've learned to do is I've learned to smoke the first one and then review the second one because now I already know what's going on and what I taste. And then I can tell if by the second tasting, is it different? Does it taste different? Is it so complex that it changes and the notes change? And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So far, this is still giving me graham cracker and I do have my notes that I'll share a little later um I have it in my cigar bible um by Jeremy Sears um he's a cigar reviewer and um this cigar bible definitely comes in handy um but basically it's just a bunch of papers you can put your notes it has a flavor wheel you can grade it um from a scale like to one to a hundred and different grading systems of band you know taste smell all that kind of stuff aroma so We'll get into this a little bit later, but that is the intro. That is what I'm drinking. So cheers. Let's get into it. All right. So today's topic, let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is simple. It is that training Training is a form of self-defense. Training is a form of protection because you can't protect yourself if you don't train to protect yourself. Literally, you can't defend yourself with whatever self-defense tool that you have if you don't train with that tool or train for using that tool or train for the time frame that you may need to literally training is self-defense. And I want people to stop thinking because they have a firearm or they have a taser or they have pepper spray that they're good. I'm good. I'm going to survive this. No, you didn't train with that pepper spray. You didn't train with that taser. You didn't train with the stun gun. You didn't train with the gun. You're not good. Like at all. You're just not good. Like you're going to pull it out. They're going to snatch it from you. And then what? You know, uh, I don't want to get tased by my own taser. That That's something I just literally don't want. So I don't want that for you either, right? All right, so we're going to focus on a certain form of training today. And today we're going to focus on the form of training in research and reading. Research and reading. Everybody thinks they have to go to the gym and do the boxing and sweat. Everybody got to go to the range. Or you got to go outside running and gunning. You got to do all that, rah, rah, rah. It starts up here first. Because if you don't have nothing up here that shows you and teaches you and gets you into that muscle memory in the first place, when you go to the range, you're not going to know what to practice. When you go to the range, you're not going to know how to shoot because you didn't take the time to do research. You're not going to know what kind of gun is for you. You're not going to know anything because you didn't take the time to work up here first. You got to work this out first. You need to put this on a diet. You need to put this on a, a, a daily plan, a regiment. You know, you need to you need to do that first. So that's what we're going to dwell on. We're going to dwell on that mental self-defense tool. And so I have a plethora of examples of what I use to continuously train myself as a trainer. Good trainers train. I heard that from a, a trainer of mine, um, Lou. He is uh, part owner of Honey Bear Tactical. Um, he was on the show, too, uh, last season. So you can check his episode out as well. But um, 
trainers train. So I'm with you. I'm right with you on learning new stuff, training for that day that I need it, um, and, and putting that muscle memory into the muscles up in here. So, I mean, let's get right into it. I got two categories. I got books and I got magazines. And a lot of people, they shy away from magazines. They don't think magazines are really teaching you too much. But I got books and I got magazines. So, we're going to look at both. All right, so my first book is, is, is a little biased, but my first book is my own. So my first book is, let me see if I can get a good little, there we go, 0 to 35. That's me, you see me? De-escalation tactics, techniques, and tips to use before ever pulling your weapon. So that's me. This book right here is dedicated to the protector, but the things in here, the 35 mental and physical things that I put in here um, can be used anywhere, and it can be used by anybody. Um, and let's just say, I am a huge firearm person, um, and trust me, I could fight. All right, don't play with me. I got, I do got hands. I just choose not to use them. The Lord is working on me. Um, but de-escalation, I'm an advocate for. Um, I think the world needs more de-escalation, seriously, like especially in law enforcement. I just think that sometimes things could just be so much better. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you're listening to a cop's kid. Okay. So there's no hating right now, but, um, de-escalation is definitely needed. But the thing, the key about that is you can't perform de-escalation if you don't have empathy. If you don't have empathy for your fellow man, you can't de-escalate a situation because your bias and what you don't like and like and what you think is all clouding that whole empathy little circle in your brain and heart. And now you can't de-escalate. You don't have to agree with what's going on, but you have to know how to come down to that level, bring it down, step back, think about it, all those things. So this is my number one pick today. Number one pick today is zero to 35. And, um, it's 35 things to use. And it goes from everything from making a joke to not putting your firearm on your, I mean, firearm on your hand to not putting your hand on your firearm. And it goes through a whole bunch of things. I tell a couple stories in here and I'll put the link, um, I'll put the link to this book as well um, down there. All, all the books will have links in the description. So that is the first one um, that I suggest. Now, the second one, I, I recently uh, got done reading this, so it's kind of ugly now, but it is Who is Watching While They Pray? The Role of Today's Executive Protection Officer by Curtis Hairston. Okay, so Curtis Hairston wrote a book. And basically, I think he used to work for T.D. Jakes and uh, he kind of gave a blueprint of how to do the job. Like he literally gave a blueprint on how to do the job and it and it's checklist and it's the whole thing. Like this is a really good book. Like th- you can tell I read this and I use this and I would read it again and I would recommend it, which is what I'm doing right now. So that is uh, book number two. Um, book number three is focusing on firearms. Uh, book number three is called Defensive Handgun 2. So there's a one. I didn't read one. I read two. Um, Keys to Becoming Your Own First Line of Defense by Mark Six James. You can follow him on Instagram. I do. Um, so this book, let me see. Let me get a good picture. Yeah. So this right here is thick and it literally breaks down 
different like stances. Um, it breaks like it has pictures in it where he's like on the ground showing you how to be a defensive handgunman from the ground. Um, so this book, I, I recommend reading it more than once. Um, and it is dedicated. It is kind of towards security personnel. Um, but I, this is another book that I think um, like mine can be used on a civilian or a non-security type person. Um, just because if you carry a handgun, all the stuff in here is still the same. Um, so this is, um, you know, book number three that I do recommend and book number four, which is the last of the book section is an introduction to celebrity protection and touring a guide to mastering the business of VIP security by Elijah Shaw and Dale June. So I just want to say like Elijah Shaw is like one of my industry idols. Uh, you got to follow him on Instagram. He's a good guy. There we go. No glare. He's a really good guy. Um, been in the game for probably longer than I've been alive. Don't tell him I said that, but a really good guy. Um, this book is also a really good tool. Like if you go on tour and you're doing some executive, just bring the book because this could teach you right there, hands on what's going on, what you should be doing. It gives you, um, a checklist, a to-do list. Um, it gives you ideas on how to, you know, do the recon on certain things. Like this is definitely, the other book definitely talks about going out of the country, but this book is more so that celebrity touring life. If you have, um, a client that's a speaker, um, you know, that one has, church security and speakers as well, but this is more that entertainment. You know, he talks about working in the studio. He talks about standing in hotels. Like there's a lot of things in this book. Um, those two books together could really start your career and really help you, um, do your thing. So that is book, uh, number four. And, um, all the links to those books will be down in the description. So definitely check those out. Definitely check those out um, if you get the time, uh, especially if you're in the industry and you really want to be better and you want to be a better protector. That is what this podcast is, to give you the tools to be a better protector. So the people who are not in the industry, those other books, those two books, my book um, From Zero to 35 and the other book, um, Defensive Handgun, you should grab those as well, you know, or at least follow those people, They, uh, those people, me. At least follow me and Mark um, because we do give a lot of firearm techniques and, and self-defense um, stuff. I am, you know, my social media, I'm ramping it up, giving more than I have ever before on all platforms on my business site and personal. So definitely stay tuned. My link tree will be also in the description so you can follow me on whatever platform suits you best. Now, this is the part where I go into the magazines, right? And a lot of people, you know, they don't really believe in the magazines because when I say it to people like, oh yeah, no, I read that in that magazine. They're like, you really read the magazines? Well, first I have several subscriptions. Um, let me see. One, two, three, four, five. I have five magazine subscriptions. I, yeah, I, hey, listen, I love being a part of a club or a membership. So don't get me started. Okay. So I have five. We can go into the first one, which is concealed carry. That's the magazine. Concealed carry is USCCA's magazine. USCCA is a self-defense insurance and training company. And I have them as insurance. Um, and I 
have them come out and talk to my students during class about insurance um, because it's not just for firearms. If you hit somebody in the head with an iron, that's self-defense. And now you need this insurance. So what, what's good about it is you pay into it monthly like all other insurance, but they give you a lawyer. They help with bail and bond, and there's a different amounts for the different levels of membership. Um, and then there's an online, uh, like, community where there's training, um, blogs, you know, and then um, lives and all kinds of stuff. So it, it comes with a, a robust, you know, packaging. And then also you get a magazine every month. So the magazine is Concealed Carry Magazine. Look at that guy. He's like, yeah, I survived. I survived. But, um, yeah, so every month you get a magazine. And in this magazine is, like, different stories. Um, they have gear ads. They have guns reviews. They have self-defense. Um, they're teaching you different self-defense moves. Um, and it's just a, it's a really well-made magazine, first of all, for it to be, you know, just something that's free. You're not even really paying for it. Um, but, um, just by, just alone, the ads in this magazine, um, they definitely have gear reviews and gear suggestions. So if you're like still in the buying process, um, for a firearm, that magazine is also really good. Um, and you can have self-defense insurance without having a firearm because again, it's, it's for self-defense. So if I poke your eye out, um, with a pencil, you know, or cut you dead with a, with a cigar cutter, it's, it's self-defense. If it's self-defense, um, I think I was talking too much and it went out. Ooh, that's a little downfall right there. I hate when my cigars go out. It brings the scoring down just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, so yeah, so in that book, you're going to get uh, so much information. I've read several of them from cover to cover, and I learned so much that it helped me kind of teach my students as well. Certain things that I might not have thought about um, were in this book, and, and, and it was really good. Um, so the next one, I don't I don't know why there's two subscriptions. I don't know if I chose that or you just get it automatically. But um, in the NRA, um, when you become a member, we'll pause. Are you guys a NRA member? This is me seeing, trying to see the comments. No? Okay. So the NRA is, is way more than what it just seems to be on the internet. Um, so... If you're an NRA member, you get two magazines. You get American Rifle and you get Shooting Illustrated. Now, I'll go over Shooting Illustrated in a second. American Rifle, not my favorite magazine. Um, here it is right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is what it looks like. It usually always has a gun on, this, on the front. Um, usually always a rifle. It, to me, is more geared towards, like, hunting um, and, like, politics. Um, definitely a lot of politic talk. And, I mean, um, Concealed Carry has a little bit of politic talk, but not as much as... A Ooh, sorry, not as much as American Rifle, um, but you could definitely see some good ads in there, and you can definitely... Um, Get some, you know, good firearm suggestions. And especially if you're looking for a rifle, if you're looking to start hunting, if you're looking to do that kind of stuff, then this is 
the book for you. It is, it is, it is a good magazine. I do read them, but I have not read as many of those as I've had of the concealed carry. Now, the other magazine that you get with um, your NRA membership, and by the way, your NRA membership is also firearm insurance. So not self-defense insurance like USCCA, firearm insurance. So firearm insurance is like if it's stolen, you know, lost, whatever, then it's that's what it is, firearm insurance like that. So that's good to know, and that's good to have as well. So uh, let's see. Shooting Illustrated. Getting the hang of which side I should put it on. All right. Shooting Illustrated looks like this. Don't worry. The address on there. I don't live there no more. So nobody, nobody, nobody's there. Um, Shooting Illustrated. It has a lot of good gun reviews. It's made by the same people, but this one is definitely, definitely geared to shooting, shooting, like just period. Not a lot of self-defense stuff, not a lot of CCW stuff. It's straight range stuff. You're going to get good reviews on guns. You're going to get good reviews on ammo, um, range gear, all kinds of stuff. You're going to know exactly where you need to go to get what you need to get. Um and so that's those three are really geared to CCW, and those three are really geared to firearms and things like that. Now, my last two, the one I left for the end is is strictly just it's, it has nothing to do with self defense. But see, for me, a cigar is a self defense tool because smoking cigars keep me out of trouble, and so I'm defending myself by staying in the house and taking hours out of the day to just sit and relax and smoke my stogie. Um, so I'm saving you and I'm saving me. So it's self-defense. That's how I see it, okay? Now, I don't know if a doctor is going to agree with that, but I also think that cigars cure anxiety. And you guys can drop a comment in the chat or my DM on Instagram at Industry Talk Podcast. Or my email at industrytalkpodcast at gmail.com if you agree or disagree or however you feel. Um, and if you're a doctor, you can tell me as well. But I do think that it cures anxiety because it cures mine, okay? I think I'm a lot calmer now that I smoke cigars, period. I mean, look how long the cigar is. This cigar is going to take me through the entire podcast and after. So... You know, that's what I'm saying. All right, so. This last one is a new subscription. It's big, so I'm going to put that down. But this last one is a brand new subscription, and I love it. I love the dark tone of the cover, the dark tone of the photographs inside. Um, I'm only two issues in, and I really enjoy it, so... And it kind of just know, you know, speaks to my life right now. So I'm I'm gonna give it camera time. Hold up. Yeah. All right. So ATF, ATF Lifestyle Magazine, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, an American Lifestyle Magazine. I just knew that it was a sign that my show was going in the right direction when I found this because I had my show written down and I said, I'm going to combine all the three things I like. And then they put out a magazine that combined it all the three things that I like. Now, if you can see, you can see how dark this is, right? That, that dark aesthetic, it's all through the book. 
it's 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 all through the book. That dark aesthetic is all through the book. Um, I think the yellow is the most bright thing in the book. And, um, of course, there's some white writing or whatever. But the photographer for this magazine, I mean, he or she kills it. He or she kills it. And they're lucky to have whoever that is because this is just, it's just, it's just well, oh, my goodness. And it's well curated. Um, yeah, I'm a little excited. Yeah, I get excited about the simple things in life. Um, like, I mean, seriously, like, how to, how, wait, what? How to cut your cigar. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. Oh, uh, and matter of fact, on our Instagram, we just dropped a video, um, of how I like to cut my cigar. So if you want to watch that video, I think it's in the short and YouTube and it's on our Instagram. Um, but yeah, so ATF magazine, shout out to y'all for a great product. Um, that is, that's really good. Like, that's really good. Um, and then my last magazine has nothing to do with learning self-defense at all. But it's an old faithful cigar aficionado. Cigar aficionado, great magazine. I've gone to lounges that I found in this magazine. I've tried cigars that were mentioned and rated in this magazine. And I always love who they have on the cover. Um, the cover stories are always always good. Um, you know, so I, I really do enjoy my magazine selection. So that was me letting you in a little bit into what I do on my off days or with my mornings. So, you know, um, those magazines and those books literally can help you, um, besides the cigar aficionado, but even the ATF, right? Even the ATF, they have firearm, um, stories. They have firearm ads. They have firearm reviews. Probably. I don't, I don't think I saw one yet, but they definitely have some stuff in there. And, um, so you can definitely, um, go online and watch some reviews of the firearms. They do have videos on their YouTube, I believe, or their website. So all these, you know, different books and stuff is just a starter kit. These magazines are a starter kit. If you don't have the time to go to the range, if you don't have the time to get you a a trainer, if you don't have time for that stuff, you gotta have time at least before bed to lay there and read at least one article, right? You gotta have time to at least you know, be able to study one sentence, two sentence, three sentences, however your pace needs to be, you need to take the time to learn something new in, in whatever thing you need to do. If it's taser, if it's pepper spray, if it's firearm, if it's hand to hand combat, self-defense kind of thing, if it's boxing, whatever it is that you're going to use to save your life and possibly someone else's life, you need to start by getting all the information you can up here. Right. Because uh, I, I, I did federal security for a couple of years. And while I was doing that, I wasn't into firearms. I carried my duty weapon. And when I went home, I put it, I put my duty. I didn't carry it out in the streets. I could have, but I never cared to do it. So, you know, then I realized, um, you know, after almost being robbed at gunpoint, that if I have the means to protect myself, I should use those means to protect myself. If this is my second amendment, why am I not using it? If this is my right, then I need to exercise my right. Um, you know, quick story. I was DJing. Yes, I used to be a DJ. If you go further back on my page, you could probably see something, but, um, I used to be a DJ. I was at, um, Lexington marketing in Baltimore, Maryland. And 
I, you know, I had a baby blue, a crispy baby blue Jaguar XF and I'm putting speakers in there by myself. And what my biggest mistake was, is that I put my whole body into the trunk. The trunk is up, it's dark. I put my whole body into the trunk. By the time I got up from putting the speaker in the trunk, there was a guy there threatening me with a firearm. So he says he had a hoodie on. He had his hand in his hoodie. Don't really know if he had a gun or not, but I chose to believe him at that time. Now, what he didn't know is my duty firearm was in my duty belt, still loaded, um, in the trunk where my hand was, where he stopped me at. And I used basically his distraction. A noise was made somewhere and he kind of turned his head. And once he turned his head in those two seconds, pulled my firearm and, you know, the rest I can't really say, you know, my pastor might be watching or my mama or something. But, you know, I let him know, like, you now you got a choice, bro. Like, you got a choice. Is this what you want to do as the end of your life? Or do you want to go ahead and try this with somebody else? Because I'm not going to chase you, but you got to get up out of here kind of thing, basically. So, you know, I've been through a couple situations and I'm still here in my Paisley shirt. So I know that having it up here... Training on what you have up here, gaining that muscle memory and curving the fear and moving with a a survival and a situational awareness type mindset will save your life. Because I wasn't situationally aware back then. I was in a whole federal job, carried a gun every day, pulled people But I still wasn't situationally aware. So sometimes you have to turn that on and sometimes situations make you turn that on. So Hopefully you're listening to this and a situation doesn't have to happen to you to turn that on. And you just happen to turn it on now because Jazz the CEO said so. Me, Jazz the CEO. So, you know, and then he, you know, he called me all kinds of names and he ran off. And, you know, he, I'm kind of summing up the story, but basically he asked for my money. I didn't have any. I don't do cash. Um, And then, I, you know, I said, I don't have no money, you know, boom, you with the credit cards he's like nah I don't want the credit cards give me your money I'm like I don't got money then I realized he was looking at the car like oh you got money in there in my head I'm like bruh it's a car payment every month I got to give somebody money for this so you know whatever uh so he's like yeah and so he decides since I don't have any money he is going to take my phone in my car now let me just put this disclaimer out what I'm about to say that I did I do not suggest that anybody else do don't be ending up on, on Channel 9 News, and you say Jazzy CEO told you, but I said no. I said, no, you're not taking my phone, and I said, no, you're not taking my car. That car had been a dream of mine since probably 2006 when my cousin was um, killed by gun violence, and he had a, a Jaguar, and so I ended up growing up and getting a Jaguar in honor of Kobe. But um, So I, I had sentimental value, which I don't do anymore. I don't have sentimental value to possessions. It's not a thing that I do anymore, but that's a whole nother episode. Um, so I said, no, you know, because I had sentimental value, but in reality, insurance pays for your car. Insurance pays for your phone. Do not die. Do not lose your life over these possessions, these worldly possessions that don't mean nothing. And if you have insurance, they, they, they get taken care of. Um, so I said, no, he's like, what? And then he heard the noise and then I was able to pull my firearm and, um, you know, and, and I pulled it on him. And now the crazy thing is that's a really busy street, but the, it was like one of those movies where you'd be like, now where the police in? 
where are the people at? It really was nobody out there. And there was a whole part. I DJed a whole party. Nobody from the party came outside till after the guy had already left. And they're looking at me because I'm standing there like, oh, my goodness. And they're looking at me like, you okay? No, I'm not okay, man. And so I just, I don't think I ever, I learned my lesson. I never went and loaded my car by myself at night. I never went anywhere without carrying my firearm on my body. Um, and then I also never put my life on the line for a worldly possession ever again. So I learned from that. So I hope you learn from that story as well. So listen, to sum it up, training is a form of self-defense. Training is a form of protection. In order to protect yourself, you have to train for it. Get in that class. Watch that YouTube video. Read that magazine. That is a form of training. There's no excuse. You can do it right on your phone. You can do it right on your computer, right on your iPad. You have what you need to protect yourself and the people around you. And that's it. That's Industry Talk Podcast right there. Sums it up. This is a tool for you. Podcasts, YouTube videos, me. DM me. Ask me your self-defense questions. Don't ask me your law questions. I'm going to tell you to talk to a lawyer. I don't, I don't even want the liability of telling you anything about the law. That's not my expertise right there. But anything else, definitely drop a comment. Definitely DM me. Email me. I will gladly answer your questions. And if there's questions, I'll answer them on air. To leave you guys with something, somebody did DM me and asked me about carrying their firearm while they're traveling in their car in Maryland. There's somebody who's not from Maryland, so they didn't really know. I asked if, well, she told me she had an open carry license. And I said, well, we don't have an open carry license. We have a wear and carry license. Do you have one of those? Because see, people mesh stuff together usually. And turns out she was meshing it together and she does not have a Maryland wear and carry. And um, she said that she thought her open carry license for wherever she's from, which I I don't know if there's an open carry license either, but um, wherever she's from, she thought it was a federal umbrella. And it covered her for wherever she goes. I had to let the baby down and say, we all wish that that was true. We all wish that we had a federally funded kind of thing. And if you had one, you can go anywhere all the time. That's not how it is. So I had to let her down. So I had to tell her that if she had a wear and carry, she could carry it on her person and her bag, you know, loaded or unloaded. um, As long as she has the carry permit. As long as she can carry it and wear it however she wants. Wear and carry. Wear and carry it how you see fit. If she wanted to open carry, technically by law, she can open carry in Maryland. Uh, Don't fight me on that. Y'all can call MSP right now. Well, they're closed, but you can call MSP and you can ask them. If I have a permit, can I open carry? They're going to say yes. They don't want you to, but you can. Um, I've literally made a living off telling people that you can open carry because I bet people all the time. um, Police officers and whatnot. Um, so you can definitely carry. Now, if you only have a HQL, which if you're watching from somewhere else, HQL is this stupid thing they came up with called a handgun qualification license. And basically it's a license to buy in the state of Maryland. Now, if you only have that, then you're not supposed to be wearing it and carrying it out in public, but you can transport it to and from your house in the range and whatnot. And my suggestion is don't put it in your glove box. 
Don't put it in your uh, center council. And um, law is that it needs to be separated, ammo in one place, firearm in the other. For me, if you don't have a carry permit, then you need to break that down, action open, magazine in your range bag or gun in your range bag, case locked, ammo somewhere else in a different bag, whatever, in your trunk, whatever. Keep it separate because you're not a you're not a carrier. You know what I'm saying? If you you got to come with the big dogs to do big dog stuff. So that is the information I gave her. So I hope that helps somebody else who might have had that same question. Um, no, there's no federal um, thing that us as a civilian can have that just gives us free range to all the states. Um, not sure about certain FBI, police, Secret Service. Um, certain military, you know, certain clearances. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the average Joe and the average Jane being able to carry in all 50 states. Maybe one day. I was going to say something, but I think it's a little too soon. It's something about making America great. But maybe one day we can have a license like that because I, I would love it. I would love a license that allowed me to carry wherever I felt like going at that time. Because... Um, I'm from New York, and I actually have to go to New York just pocket knife. And some of my pocket knives I can't even take to New York because some of those are illegal in New York. My switchblades, illegal. Brass knuckles, illegal. So make sure you know the laws. Make sure you read because a lot of these magazines and a lot of these books do talk about political stuff. They do give you insight on law and you can't carry a firearm and you can't defend yourself if you don't know the laws. So this right here, the mental, start there, then get to the physical stuff. You ready to hit the range? Just hit me up. All right. This was Industry Talk Podcast, Industry Talk Podcast. I hope to see y'all uh, in episode three. Um, hopefully I have this special guest that I've been trying to um, bring on for a while now. So hopefully she's available. So make sure y'all tune in next week, Monday, 7 PM, um, live right here on YouTube and shout out to all my listeners on the podcast channels, Spotify, Apple podcasts, etc. Um, if you want to tune in, tune in on YouTube. I am Jazzy CEO. We go live every Monday at 7 PM. And if you can't watch us, just listen on Spotify, man. Hit me up, leave me a comment, leave a review, um, leave a comment, subscribe, um, share this if some information in this was good and uh, usable for you. And, you know, any questions, DM us on Instagram, everything at Industry Talk Podcast. See y'all next week.